thermal sound wave, wave, thermal sound wave, wave. It's thermal sound waves, a natural alternative to fast food radio. Email us thermal sound waves at gmail.com. Hey. We have someone with us right now yes, on the program who is a trendsetter, trailblazer, pioneer, a lot of different synonyms and adjectives that you can say about this woman right here but uh she she's done a lot in business we said pioneer didn't we oh absolutely okay we said absolutely yes indeed and uh she's gonna let you know about all of that and of course the things that she's doing right now because she's expanded and she's grown as pioneers do that's that's what they get down with and that's that's how they roll i'm happy we know her (laughs) i'm happy we know on on like the inside level rather than having to go through you know numerous levels of people layers I say hello. Can I meet you know this woman? No, nah, I can say no. Nah, I know. I know. No, no. Oh, no, no, my Yeah, yeah. I'm like who? Young April? No, no, I know. I know. Something. I'm having a normal like that. Yeah. What's up, Kev? How y'all doing tonight? We're, we're good. We're good. We're you here. good. Thermal Sammy's Radio. She shoots Kevin Lawrence. We're here with the uh, young and wonderful Miss April Walker. How are you? I am blessed. I am blessed. Everything's good. Um, I hear you guys rocking out to Tina Marie tonight. Well, that was for you. You know, we put on that Portuguese love. Uh-huh. I love that. Tina, so you did it right. You yeah, did yeah. it right. I'm with respect to the guy in, in the background. Not trying, not trying to, you know, step on nobody's toes there. Because, you know, right. he still got size. He still got size. <laughs> I met him, Mr. Pace. I get it. I get it. So thank you for having me tonight. Thank you for um, having me call in and talk to you guys. I'm excited. Well, uh, we're excited to have you, especially to see, see Truth. I mean, both of us know the level of happy to have you on the show. But, you know, since See Truth represents the borough, what borough, See Truth? Go ahead and say it. Brooklyn, of course, all day, every day. Brooklyn. Yes, indeed. But understand that if you're from the Bronx, you would have been a true New Yorker because the Bronx is the only borough country <laughs> in New York State. Yeah, you you okay. can have New York State all day. We, we, well, I'm we a true I'm a real New Yorker though, but I'm just like, we, no, we, I'm just we, saying, we want to go technical. We're the fourth fourth largest city. We stand alone. We don't like, we don't even need New York City. So you, you that's, that's what it is. So yep. you you can keep New York okay. and upstate and all that. You, you, you I might. think I think Brooklyn is like the only place you could go to Africa and you could say go to a party and say Brooklyn in the house and you would have somebody there from Brooklyn. No. Like Brooklyn is so worldwide. Exactly. You know what? I you know what let them know it. I'm let gonna talk know. about that for for twenty eight seconds. I can't stand people that just moved to Brooklyn, New York and like you, you, you're still smelling like Texas and all of a sudden you wanna yell and claim Brooklyn and parties. No. Just yell Texas. Yell somewhere else. Don't you don't even you don't even know how to take the J train. Like, what do you? Any, anyway, right, that's funny. Right, so we're here with Miss April Walker. Uh, for many many people never really got to put the face with the uh, the name or the brand, uh, but they've seen your clothes, right? Whether they realize or not, they've seen your clothes. I I think at one point many people thought it was a man. You know, you see right? Walker. I think so. That definitely is true. Uh, but we're here with Miss April Walker of uh, April Walker Group, and of course uh, Walker Wear. Yes. Now, uh, you, let ahead. me let me tell you with that with your comment. Um, there's a reason for that. In the early, well, when I first came out with the brand, it was it was at a time when they weren't doing. Um, there was no there was no urban fashion as we have urban and streetwear fashion now, and. I started out, and I didn't know I was a 
very young when I started and being a woman, I didn't know how if 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 men would have rallied or supported my brand being that a woman was making men's clothing. So um, I really, you know, fell back and just let the clothes speak for themselves and let the artists wear it. And um, and through time, you know, people ask, was it treach treach's line? Was they would see a lot of the people representing on the regular, so they think those guys representing maybe it was their lines. And I just kind of left that mystery for a while till the brand could stand on its own. Now, what what year are we talking about again? I started my first custom shop in 1988, and uh, it was in Brooklyn, right on Green between Grand and. Um, Cambridge, and and then um, in the year 1990, I started. Um, basically, I was doing these custom outfits that everybody was asking for. So in the year 1990, I started my first walker wear suit, and now, in trademark in 90 and 91. Now, you know, you have a lot of people know of brands, whether it's. Uh, uh, Iniche uh, or uh, uh, Dada, uh, Karkanai, uh, Rockaware. The list goes on and on. But right. you were before them. Right. So I was definitely one of the, the first brands, one of the first brands. Um, you know, it was a time when it was a necessity. It was like, <clears throat> at that time, it was a, a lot of people were rocking Calvin Klein. And brands like CK, that, and yeah. and and you remember those days when when you couldn't even as a man because I had a tailor shop and a custom shop, and I would get the same complaints when they would come in and want to make custom outfits and denim, particularly they would ask for denim that had deeper pockets because they couldn't even fit their hands in their pockets at that time. So those but are the first the first skinny jeans. Exactly, it was very skinny, which is funny because we've come back 360. But, but then at that time they wanted more room, and it was also they wanted more room in the crotch. So that yeah. that was the beginning of the baggy pants. I actually made a pants that fit the waist, but it had more crotch room and it had more leg room and it had deep pockets. And then in the back, I actually lowered the pockets, but. It actually still was on the waist, so it just had bigger pockets on the back as well. And, and you, that was that was my first, you know, denim pants. And you needed those big pockets for the huge beepers and the large, like, brick exactly. cell phones. Those were stash pockets <laughs> for all the stuff you had to the take. The first stash like, pocketer maker. There you go. Now, now, now we, <laughs> see, see, Truth and I say this because I, I don't think many people, sometimes people have short-term memory. Right. Well, many times, most people have short-term memory. So it's kind of, not even kind of, it is right to say uh, that when we nominated you, I mean, see, and I was talking about you from before, and we said, yo, Miss April Walker is living Black History Month. So you are a winner of Black History Month. You are uh, a lot of people don't realize that. I, it's sad to say people wait till somebody has passed away like 80 years ago. Then they say, oh, let's talk about, you know, uh, hold the other people. It's like, no, you are Black History Month because you set off the trend. You know, like you had 
another stop person, you know, making clothes for people. But in Harlem, which everybody knew about him, you know, but mm -hmm. he was really doing it on the on the, it's fashion, but it's on the bootleg side. Right. While you was putting it out there, you know, to department stores to like where, you know, not a lot of people's wearing your clothes, like seeing mm -hmm. Mike Tyson come into the ring. With mm -hmm. a walker wear, uh, a boxing shirt ready to knock somebody out. So <laughs> you were you you are the mother of everybody that makes these clothes. You know? well, I appreciate that. I really appreciate um, you honoring me as well. I mean, you're right. Unfortunately, I think on the whole, we don't honor enough of our living. But it's really really humbling to be honored, and I'm. Thank you guys for recognizing me. Um, but it's it's funny. It's just like, you know, when I look at, 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 at my role, I think more than anything, it's been being a teacher. And I've, I've worked with a lot of people that have worked for me, that have gone on to create their own lines and grow. And watching that and watching a whole category evolve into a multi-billion dollar business, that's exciting for me. Just just seeing how everyone's grown and kind of in the culture evolved. It's just about evolution. So just being a part of that is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. It's Thermal Soundways. We're talking to Miss April Walker. Call us 212-650-6903. Email us thermalsoundwaves at gmail.com. And just just so you know, also, like, it's it's all year round. It's not just a month we, we do here. It's just every day. Every day. We don't just exist for one month out of the year. So big ups Absolutely. to you for, for all of that. And let us know about some of the people whom branched out from your particular uh, umbrella. Like you were saying, um, that went on to do their own things. Yeah, um, I've, I've worked with a lot of great and talented people. Like my first sales rep um, was Tony Shellman. And Tony Shellman actually went on to, when he left working with me, he started a company called Mecca. And that wow. was his first company. And then after he started Mecca, he started Nietzsche. And after he started Nietzsche, he did Paris. So, and we're still very wow. good friends. So, you know, um, and, and Tony came from the West Coast and ended up here. You know, uh, he took a West Coast position working for me and uh, on the East Coast. Um, and, and, it, and it just, that's how life turned out. It's funny. And then um, Danny Shaw. Danny Shaw um, was my first assistant. And, um, and, and I got him into fashion. And Danny was young, young when he started with me. But... Danny went on to work with Maurice Malone, and then he started a company called Pure Players and 1020 Blues, um, and those both did really well. Um, I worked with Bobby Joseph. I don't know if you guys know Bobby Joseph, but Bobby Joseph worked, when I was working with Bobby Joseph, he was doing some freelancing, and he was very, very talented then, and he's doing some stuff for AACA. But Bobby went on to be the creative director for FUBU um, and basically bring them that licensing deal that they did with Fat Albert. And he's done a lot. Of, he has his own line right now, Bobby Joseph, the collection, and he does wonderful. He's, he's just an amazing designer. So just a lot of people out of my camp, Kimya, Gloria, 
um, my sister Jackie, you know, and, and they've all gone on to work for a lot of different great companies and just watch them grow and do their thing and make moves and shaking and moving and moving and shaking through life. So it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. So it's pretty much right to call you, Miss April Walker. You are at institution. <laughs> I mean, because some, some people have have just spawned so much seeds, right? We could say that some so much seeds are across that did so much like you, Ralph McDaniel's, uh, uh, Russell Simmons. Like it's just like certain people were the catalysts that gave right. people that already had the ability the the shot, so they could grow and do other things, and won't, and don't hold them back. Absolutely. You know, sometimes Absolutely. people say, "Oh, if you're gonna do this, no, I can't do it. You gotta, you gotta be big." Hmm. Like, no, no, go. It's because you want everyone journey. to grow. That's the whole objective. We're all supposed to grow together. Exactly. So, talk to us about the climate of when you were starting out doing your thing then as a young designer, as to someone who would be starting out in the business today. You mean when I was young, the differences? The differences in the climates of fashion and, and starting out as a young designer then as to, opposed to today. Um, well, two things. I'll, I'll talk about two things. The distribution was completely different. At the time that I started, um, there, like I said, literally hip-hop was just really coming to the scene in a strong way, in a commercial way. They were just really getting on the map in terms of being accepted in music. And in fashion, it wasn't accepted at that time. You know, I remember one time I was showing a buyer a velour suit, and he, his first comment to me was, why was my pricing so high? Because I wasn't Fila. And so this, these are the things we had to constantly um, prove ourselves with to... Um, to, to and you know them constantly telling you this is going to go away it's a fad it's not going to last you know um, they didn't want to buy it they didn't know where to put it in the store you go to a trade show they didn't know where to put you on the floor where to sit you because you didn't fit in in any certain category what would you, they call you you know so these are the hurdles that I had coming into the game and 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 really, really, just really kicking the door down in order to um, make our presence known and then bringing other people to the trade shows and, bring, you know, bringing more lines in. But that was, that was the path that had to be created back then. And then all the obstacles and challenges that come with that. Um, and, and like the challenges, they're also... That's the fun part at the same time, if, if you can imagine that. Um, but but now I think that I would say one of the major differences is technology in the distribution platform because that's one of the main reasons I came back besides timing. I felt, um, I have a consulting company as well, and I work with a lot of clients and, and different clients over the years that I, I love, but one of the main things I found I was getting the bug, the creative bug, because working with other creative people, you have that creative mess, but sometimes your clients don't listen to you, and they don't do, you're like, no, go this way, and they don't do that, and you find yourself saying, Dad, if it was my line, I would just do X, Y, or Z. So I had 
brand equity. I still have my brand on the shelf. And over the years, I had to be ready. And I was really ready to do something creatively, but not a total startup. So I dusted it off. And I was excited about the distribution platform, the fact that I can now sell online in a virtual presence that's limitless to the world at the same time. I, you know, I couldn't even fathom that when I started. Those 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 possibilities weren't there at the time. So that's how it's different to me. Now, Thermal Sandwich Radio, we're here with uh, the wonderful Black History Month winner, Miss April Walker. Uh, Black History Year, year, yeah. every day. I, I, I have to say shout out to Ralph McDaniels because, of course, see, truth, anybody else, in the uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Tri-State area. Matter of fact, and in Chicago, because it was one in Chicago, too, mm-hmm. Illinois. And people send videotapes to the California. IT used to always talk about that. Used to get videos from mm-hmm. Music Box. And they mm-hmm. would see, you know, your wear and other people's wear on a, sh- a segment that was called Fat Fashions. Mm-hmm. That Ralph Absolutely. Daniels said, you know what, I'm going to help these people that are Don't making know. great you know, creative uh, brand, you know, you know, outfits, and I'm going to put it on TV because, you know, like you said earlier, some people didn't know where to put you. Right. You know, so it was like, they felt like they probably didn't believe in you guys, but, you know, you just went another level. You know, well, it seemed like everybody in the hood wanted one of those brands. It was like, and they, they cost some money mm-hmm. at that time. And it was like, some people would go without paying, go without paying their light bill just to get some of these these clothes. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like they do the Jordans right now. Right now, and you know, from it, it seemed like in that time, how was it for you to get your clothes to some of these? You know, how can I say? You know, hood stars like like Biggie. Notorious B.I.G. when he's coming up, Mike Tyson and all that. How is? Did you have to go through numerous layers? No, that that was a major difference too. When you asked about differences, um, well, they they were, but we were all on a path together, like in our own spaces. So there was a lot of um, support on on all ends, and I think that's changed because I think it's become so much of a machine now in entertainment and business that you have these layers and you have like you got to go through this one and that one to get to the quarterback you know it's just it's it's really crazy right now um and and so and everything's about a check you know and it wasn't like that it in my time you know when i first started it was was about 10 outfits the girl 10 outfits the, the the dude carrying nothing, ten outfits, dude rolling the bus, ten outfits. Right, 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 right. If you ask somebody that you know, they're going to say, well, what's in it for me? You know, a nine out of ten times. And I understand it's business, but at the same time, um, we still have to help each other out. So it's, 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 it's a challenge in that respect. But, you know, the exciting part is you have social media. So where one thing might be offset, you can offset it somewhere else. So... Social media has been a beast for me, and it's really helped me to get the word out, to let people know I'm back, to sell clothes. 
um, and just to even push events like the event that you covered, Kev, which thank you for covering that event. I don't know if you saw my shout out on Facebook today um, with you and Ralph, but I, I said the same thing you just said. But shout out to Ralph because has, he's been here before, yo, on TV rap, before Johnny Simpson, before them all. We used to run home to see Video Music Box. You know, and and then then I had the the pleasure of working with Ralph when he started Classic Concepts, and people don't know about wow. that. But you know, like I I was a stylist too, so I did a lot of those videos. So he's been a pioneer wow. on many levels, you know. And then he and then like you said with that fashion, he was ripped the runway way before ripped the runway. So oh, yeah. wow. you know, so it's just like you have to give respect. And you have to really appreciate those who are there for you consistently and uplifting the community. And Ralph is one of those guys. Absolutely. It's Thermal Sound Waves on WATR. We're talking to Miss April Walker, of course, of the Walker Wear fame and the uh, April group right now and, and many other things that she's doing as well. Is, is there other things that you're involved with that we're not hitting on like besides fashion besides consulting and so forth that you're doing that people should be aware of like like any philanthropy stuff or anything you do with like like young kids and, and things of that nature i i speak I, I speak at schools and do different work like that i had a had a group for many years a nonprofit called fort green fashion group um and it was in conjunction with business outreach center network in the Fort Wayne area of New York. I don't do the, um, presently I'm not doing that. But Business Outreach Center Network is still there though, and it is a great institution for those aspiring entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that are looking for um, micro enterprise loans or just assistance to getting your business started. They're a good one. It's called BOC Network. But yeah, I do, I do, um, lend my time to, to speak to schools and speak to people. I'm actually right now getting ready for a trip to Panama soon, which I'm really excited about. And it's um, going to be a fashion workshop, which we're putting together um, in, in this three-day workshop, working with um, the children in Panama and, and teaching them about fashion, urban fashion. So that, that's going to be very exciting. Big shout out to Panama, which is actually the home of reggaeton. I'm sorry, Puerto Rico. No, it wasn't you first. It was Panama. Because everybody's going to work on the Panama Canal way back in the days. And they brought reggae over there to Panama and they mixed it with, the, you know, some of the Spanish. And that's where reggaeton derived from. So sorry, Puerto Rico. But shout out to Panama. And uh, is it you were also a part of that that uh that group of people, I believe uh, Nelson George. Is that that's the name that the the, the uh uh-huh, Nelson? Yeah, the di- director mm-hmm. made a documentary on Fort Greene, how mm-hmm. Brooklyn, where so Brooklyn many people, Bohem. Brooklyn Bohem, where so many people came out of there. Like, you know, you got of course the one of the great dancers slash choreographers, Rosie Rosie Perez, right. And um has a new book out by the way, or coming out. If that's it's not right. Out. Thursday night is her book signing. <laughs> and oh, she dropped diamonds. She Miss dropped Lopez. Because <laughs> oh, she, she, she um, Rosie Perez was a choreographer for In Living Color, which Jennifer Lopez used to right. dance on. Correct. 
Correct. And they didn't want her on there, but Rosie like stuck her neck out for her. Yeah. I, because the Williams, that's another story. That's another story. Yeah, but it's about. But April Rosie Perez right got got herself in there. But you know, you had her. You had Wesley Snipes. Yeah, he's from the Bronx, but he went out to, to Brooklyn, and I heard he said mm-hmm. some crazy parties. Yes, he did. C-Truth and I went to a party he was at in L.A. That was another story. Another story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had to talk about that. Yeah, he had on the Rhythm Nation outfit. Like, dude, (laughs) you need to go see Walker (laughs) Wear. But but you you talked about something earlier, and I want to go run back to it before. And, yeah, I'm sorry. You got to shout Spike Lee out. Of course. Right here. Yes. Right here. Right, right, right. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, Spike Lee, of course. And... You mentioned something earlier, so I just want you to talk about that as you know, if you can, real quick about licensing, right? And branding, because you know, some people don't realize that you could take your brand and sell it to a foreign company or a company in a foreign land and let them use it, but you own the name and still get right, you know, residuals or stuff like that, right? Okay. So licensing and yeah, licensing. Think of it like um, Def Jam and Universal, right? In terms of distribution. So what licensing is, is I have my brand and I decide I build this machine with my brand and I'm making denim wear. And I make denim wear really well. But I grow to a point where I'm almost um, superseding my growth. I'm like, I'm ready to expand, but I don't have enough A resources, B experience in certain areas of expansion that I need. So instead of trying to do it all myself, I decide to take on partners. And I say partners because they are your partners in, in essence. What what licensing means is let's say I'm decide I'm gonna make underwear. I might say jockey. Jockey might become my actual licensee and I'm the licensor, and I will go ahead and say, I have the trademark, but I give them permission to do all my underwear, and they're manufacturing it, and they have the right to sell it, manufacture it. Licensing can be done two ways, where you can market it, or they can market it, or it can be co-marketed, you know, depending on how your deal is set up. But the, in essence, what they do is take a lot of the responsibility off of you in terms of that area or that category, and they will go ahead and become your partner and produce whatever it is that they do for a certain time period. And you will get a royalty for that. And But to the world, they just see it as, wow, Ralph Lauren is doing everything from shoes to outerwear. But in fact, Ralph Lauren might... He licensing out his outerwear. He might be licensing out his bag transport. He might be licensing out, you know, ties. It just depends on um, how that company is and and in that kind of relationship. Some companies want to do it all themselves, and some companies license out. So licensing can be a good situation, and it it's all about the partners, and it's all about having the same vision because if you don't have that same vision then it can't that's when you can run into problems with your licensees absolutely definitely we've been talking to april walker of course fashion entrepreneur consulting entrepreneur 
visionary, pioneer. Uh, we can go on and on and on with, with all of that. But where can people get more information about you, April, and your companies if, if they want to obtain your services, if they want to buy some Walkerware as well? Okay. So check out my site so you guys can just see what I do. And that's at walkerware.com, www.walkerware.com. And you can actually check out the clothing line and, and see what we're doing. And we just had a great scavenger hunt in New York City, and it was really, really fun. And we were stashing products all over New York. So you'll see that sign up. It just ended today. But um, we'll be doing another one in the summer. And and also, we have um, Walkerware. And then the other company, the consulting company, for those who want consulting services, it's awalkergroup.com. Um, and both of those are simple. The emails are contact at walkerware.com or contact at awalkergroup.com. And my name is April, so feel free to reach out. And for everybody out there, if you try, yes, I know her and we are friends on Facebook. Do not try to friend her and say that I suggested you to be her friend. No, I will deny you. I do not know you. <laughs> Okay, um, she's our contact, and I'm keeping it like that. Okay, you meet her <laughs> on your own. Meet her on your own. Okay, but no, shout out to you, Miss April Walker, and shout out to uh, Mr. Carl Banks also. You know, Definitely. he told me this was his first time on Video Music Box, and That's I helped him right. get him on there. So, does he still yeah. does Definitely. his um? Does he still does his clothing line? With Star? Yes, he does. Okay, he has, he has starter and he has um, G3 G3 um, Sports. He's doing his thing. Shout out to Carl. Go to the Walkerware Facebook right now and go to that store and make sure you cop yourself some Walkerware. My mom's going to buy Ocean Pacific. Thank you. Thank you very much, April. We appreciate you being on the program. I'm going to call me a fish, but I ain't want it. I want it Walkerware. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. It's Thermal Sound Waves, the natural alternative to fast food radio. Thermal Sound Waves, y'all. They hot.